Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I think everything is okay in terms of... Uh, yeah, I'm charging. I've got the right mic in. You've got the right mic in. Yeah, we're all good. Oh, I forgot to retweet. Oh, I forgot to tweet back Timmer, who wished me a happy birthday. Fuck's sake. I literally saw it in the morning, and I knew it was his birthday too, and I was like, oh, I need to reply to that. And then, yeah, just I just got real busy real quick and just forgot. Pretty cool that, isn't it, though? Late May gang? Yeah, right? We've all got very similar right. birthdays. Love it. Yeah. Right, I'm just going to post to Twitter. I reckon we'll have a really quiet chat today anyway, because everyone else will be working. Because mm. <laughs> we've got a bank holiday, but... Yeah, probably. Um, maybe people are working from home and they can tune in. Who knows? Um, we're live for episode... 100 you little bin weevils you little bin weevils I still think they should do like a bin weevils too like next gen sort of game do you you think that do you I was expecting to see it at the playstation showcase if I'm honest a revival of the the rest rest of it was in the bin am I right Jesus we're off to a we're off to a great start. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Guess we'll get on to that. The meat and potatoes. I couldn't figure out is bin weevils one word or is it hyphenated or is it bin weevils? I think it's two words. I think it's bin weevils, yeah. Interesting. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh right, I'm in the control room. Oh shit, I wanted to make it low latency. Oh, I did make it a bit low latency. I wanted to make it ultra low latency. All right, well, we'll see how we get on. Yeah. Let's uh let's get cracking. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Okay. Hi everyone. This is the one hundredth episode, the seminal episode of the Quick Resume podcast my name is deck 100 that's tim 100 hi hello what does seminal mean it's a big one isn't it i don't know i've never heard that word it doesn't mean semen if that's what i shouldn't be talking about semen this early in the the show again definitely gonna get it done mate okay (laughs) i've just never heard the word seminal before Wow, yeah. Strongly influencing later developments, which is fair. You know, 100th episode, it's going to bring on the next 100. But also, the second part of it, relating to or denoting semen. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> nice. Interpret that whichever way you want, guys. Yes, it's the seminal part. We should... <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't have clarified, really, should we? It's up to you. It's down to interpretation. Um, we've got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, fun stuff, mostly. Nothing boring. Um, it's going to be fun. This is going to be a fun show. I have such a provocative thumbnail. It's mm -hmm. brilliant. It's the Jeff Keighley, like ranking that he does after every showcase um it's very exciting it's exciting stuff it's exciting time we'll start with what we've been playing tim what we've been playing how have we been how are you how am i uh well i just turned 29 so round of applause to me for making it to 29 <laughs> who would have thought right who would have thought where's this where's the fucking sound gone no air horn i thought you're gonna give me some claps okay i'll take it out uh, there's only golf claps hang on is that what is it yeah that's fine that works. it's not really enthusiastic enough yeah, well it's not i'm not enthusiastic about being a 29 if i'm honest <laughs> but, um yeah yeah so yeah i have my birthday on friday and i've had a pretty busy weekend just you know doing the rounds seeing the family and doing stuff and all that nice stuff um but gaming wise uh a bit of breath of the wild um slowly making our way through that so we can prepare for Tears of the Kingdom. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, Midnight Suns. Um, I'm quite close to wrapping that game up. I should be able to finish that this week um, before Diablo. So that'd be nice. Uh, and then I think that is about it. I literally haven't booted up anything else um, so far this week. Um, yeah, I haven't really been doing too too much gaming recently with the uh, the drought of Overwatch 2 and just the fact that I'm just not really happy with Overwatch 2 at the moment Whoa. and and Blizzard. Oh, okay. I'm just not happy. <laughs> just the fact that I'm not really happy. No. I'm just not really happy with sort of Overwatch 2 and um just Blizzard at the moment. I, obviously I'm not taking that into Diablo 4 because that game looks fucking banging. But there's just <laughs> that doesn't count. Yeah, but there's just yeah. I don't know there's something I just don't ever since they did that I just I don't want to boot up their game really i don't know it's weird it just it feels like they really just sucker punched everyone um and it was all just a big old bait um so yeah but i'm i'm very excited for for diablo 4 um i've actually just pre i will pre-order that later this evening um my uh brothers are gonna purchase that for me for my birthday so you get a free game deck there you go Yes! Fox gets to eat for one more night. That's amazing. Wow, we spent 30 pounds night a night on, on fucking Fox. Mm. What the hell are you feeding that? So he, he eats well, he eats well. <laughs> well man, he eats gourmet foods. <laughs> His um, caviar, yeah, it's great. Uh, but yeah, that, that's Baby's been about it for me. It's been, a, it's been pretty pretty chill, pretty relaxed. Not too much gaming, but yeah. What about you? What's love? I've been playing one thing and one thing only. Tears of the Kingdom. The best game Nintendo has ever made, which is Tears of the Kingdom. Well, that's Super <laughs> Mario Galaxy. Oh, it's, it's probably pretty close, but I think Tears of the Kingdom is better. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's everything we're playing. Me and Beth are both playing at the same time. It's it's a it's a great time. I've like I still think it's really good. There's like some stuff that unfolds as you go further in the game, which gets a bit annoying. Um, okay. I don't really think it's spoilers. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll just leave it. But there's some stuff, there's some mechanics that unravel. 
the craze quite a lot of screen clutter essentially and it's like i don't know why they decided to do it that way i don't know it's it's okay. kind of annoyed me a couple of times and it gets worse the more the game goes on um ultimately it's not the end of the world I, i'm like i'm operating on like a nine out of ten right now for tears of the kingdom i still think it's it's really fantastic Mm. um all things considered and it's one i think we might have touched on it last night uh, last night last week but um it's that thing of like all this time we've been devs have been focusing on pushing hardware to do graphics instead of like you know instead of systems oh ray tracing on 4k mm. and it's like it's it's like you know that scene in spongebob where squidward finally has a krabby patty he finally has one and he loves yeah. it and he's like oh the wasted years <laughs> yeah yeah it, it definitely it does seem like yeah devs these days are just checking off those like buzzwords as like a way to market their game and stuff like that and just make their game where it's just like yeah there's so much more to it in terms of gameplay and systems and stuff like that it's not it's not about being pretty um yeah 100 percent so um yeah it's just really impressive stuff yeah like you said it's i guess that's the advantage of being nintendo with a weak console they're like look we're not going to make any graphically you know um competitive games yeah you know what i'm saying um so let's just go where with some other stuff and i think there were even some articles that came out afterwards that were saying like they made the game first and then just tacked on the story afterwards um although the story is somewhat engaging in this game um mm. you can tell it was added after like it's by all means it's not a good story, but there's enough of a, of a mystery to pull you along in a way that I don't think there was in the first one. Uh, mm. So, yeah, I'm just having a good time with that that video game. The, the only game I can think of in recent memory that had that kind of did something new with its systems or like pushed the game into systems was like maybe Hades or maybe Deathloop, which I you know now I think about it are both like roguelites, but. It's, it's obviously nothing as heavy as Tears of the Kingdom, but it's like, this is, we're going to structure our game around a loop. And yeah, Hades obviously made the story work with that, and Deathloop kind of did as well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't think they yeah. yeah. Really good. Big recommend. It's the first Nintendo game in a long time that I have enjoyed this much. Um, and it really, it makes the hardware shine. Although I will say, do you ever get, when you take the, joy cons off do you ever get like connection problems like it sometimes it like doesn't pick what? up sync what it you're doing. no it's like, sometimes like it, i feel like there's interference yeah like sometimes when i press one it just won't work and i'm like why is that happening or like uh, not from what i can tell um from my experience mm. i mean do you when you so you play it like with the joy cons unattached from the controller you don't have like a pro controller or anything when you play it outside of no. handheld or anything okay uh no not from what i can tell but i don't know joy cons are very uh finicky things um yours are probably broken mm. i think nine times out of ten people's joy cons break in some way um, well it's happened on both of us I, I just think uh, the, the sense i'm getting is that the dock is really sensitive to interference maybe that makes sense i like the signal between the that and the, and the switch you know um mm. But yeah, it just doesn't happen all the time. But it happens sometimes. I'm like, oh, it's a bit annoying, but hmm. it's fine. Um, the only other thing that I have wanted to play this week but haven't got round to is Planet of Lana. Um, that Xbox, a very pretty Xbox exclusive game that launched straight into uh, Game Pass. We learned about it a couple of years back. I think we touched on it in last week's show. Came out to a solid 81. Sitting pretty solid, it came out 
last Tuesday. Um, mm. Yeah, a lot of people I've heard speak about it really, really like it. It's my sort of game as well. It's like that kind of limbo or yeah. inside thing. It's only like four hours long, I think. Uh, really pretty um, from what I've seen. Um, I'll probably play it at some point. It's right up my alley. The sort of short little games. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yay. Well, it's good to see it get uh, come out with a good review, you know. Not often Xbox release games uh, exclusives with good reviews, so it's, yeah, it never happens. It's true. So it never it's, happens. About, it's about time. It's unknown. Um Okay. Um so let's sort of crack on then. So what have we got for our honorable mentions? Yeah, there's just a, a couple of little things to get this out of the way. So some Xbox Game Studios games were added to um some cloud streaming services. I don't know if you saw this. NVIDIA boosteroid in the last couple of weeks mm. um xbox were just like you can have gears 5 grounded pentiment and they just popped it on those cloud streaming services it you know it, it seems like a tactical bid to for the abk deal but it's um they're there now you could go to nvidia and you could stream those sorts of games um if you know um if you buy them so nice. that's there that's happening xbox is getting their games everywhere it's going to be in your brain next well, there they are uh yeah it's true in the disgust part of my brain. <laughs> um, and Xbox also submitted their appeal to this the CAT this week, the UK um, competition tribunal. I can't remember what the A is. Uh, you all know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. yeah. They put forward their points for the uh, for why they think it should be turned over or sent back to the DMA or overturned, whatever it is. I um I can't be bothered to go over a point one point, so we're not going to do that. Um, we'll just see how it goes. The only real commentary I have is that it's it seems to be moving quite quickly. Um, hmm. We don't know when they have to give their decision, uh, but the fact that it's already submitted is a good sign. Um, you know, fingers crossed. We're not. This isn't dragging into twenty twenty four. Hopefully, not. block it. Accept it. Microsoft, get over it <laughs> if it gets blocked. <laughs> just um, don't fucking. Get it through pull out and, the UK. Yeah, and just pull out from the UK because then I will switch ecosystems. I won't. Yeah. I'll, be- but I'll become a stadium, mate. I will. I don't know what I'll do. Probably it will be something yeah, drastic, but I'm not sure yet. Something, yeah. Nice. And again, just in case there is any sort of authority listening, we are joking. Everything we say is a joke. It's no, all a funny I'm joke. Being deadly um, serious. Come find me, two A. We're British. <laughs> the, the satire comes on thick, you know. You just can't tell. All right, everything from here on out is a lot of fun. Yeah, you ready? Let's do it. I'm ready. Gollum. Oh fuck me! <laughs> I watched. Uh, I think I watched Skill Up's video on this. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah bro what i mean it it, this at the very least redfall wasn't the worst game to release this year i feel like like, yeah that's good yeah (laughs) i feel like if Gollum didn't release an outperform redfall i feel like that that's a real like stare in the mirror moment from from like microsoft (laughs) (laughs) just what the fuck have we done um but yeah as everyone on any planet with any form of higher intelligence has come to know Gollum 
fucking flopped, and it was always going to fucking flop. Um, no disrespect to the devs or anything, but fuck me, everyone knew this game was going to be shit. Um, and it looks like not much love or passion kind of went into this game, I'm going to be honest. I don't... 39. Like, you just don't... It, you just can't really say that much effort went in to this game, right? When it releases like that. And the fact that they are fucking charging like 50 quid for this game. Like, it's not... Like, I would even pay like... If I saw this on sale for like a fiver, like, yeah. I, I would still be like, I'm not sure it's worth the money. I'd rather go to Greg's. You'd have to pay me. Yeah. You'd have to pay me. Um, It's just... Like, from the... I think this is just what troubled development looks like um you know and I, even from the outset like so the developers were daedalic entertainment um based in germany known for developing point and click games um it's i mean just none of their stuff is real it's just such a peculiar choice and that's not to say that the devs of that team aren't capable of putting out good stuff it's just that it was such a weird choice for how protective the Tolkien industry is of that IP to them be like, yeah, yeah these guys, yeah. these are the ones, the other guys with the unproven track record. It's just everything about it is weird. Like there's just from the, just the concept, just the, just the outright concept of making a game around yeah. Gollum is weird. And then giving it to these guys is weird. And then giving it like a lot of attention and putting it on like, then they have it like the summer games fest and stuff like that. And really, kind of putting it in everyone's spotlight and stuff like that. Like, what? Like, everything about this is so strange to me. Um, And yeah, man, it it's just strange. like, that's like the worst fucking game I've seen for a, a really, really long time. And a game that charges a price tag like that as well is just, that's unacceptable. I'm, I'm really surprised they aren't like issuing like refunds and shit. Um, and like the... Uh, like the you can buy like extra editions of the game and stuff like that and apparently they've locked like the weirdest shit behind it for like an extra like tenner you can get like emotes for Gollum and apparently the emotes are just so... emotes for Gollum <laughs> apparently they're so bad the skill up video was literally it was just like two seconds of him like watching like a butterfly and then it just like abruptly ends and the animation just like cuts him back and it just looks so janky <laughs> And then another one is just some lore on the Tolkien world. That's literally it. And, and Skill Up was like, I've never seen any game charge people for lore, for in-game lore before. That is crazy. <laughs> and it's just like, Jesus, man. They're just trying to squeeze every drop out of this game. Um, and yeah, it's, it's truly awful. And, you know, I don't want to poo-poo people but i feel like a game like this kind of it needs to be spotlit and it needs to be kind of hated because you you can't be getting away with that you, you can't be taking people's money and giving them that as a product um and they, they just need just to do better. buy it yeah they just need to do better yeah exactly yeah the, the more it gets shat on the the more people just won't buy it so um yeah i'd say it's a shame but even if it was a fucking great Gollum game, I'm still not buying a Gollum game, I'm going to be honest. I'd buy a good Gollum game. Would you? It's Gollum, yeah. 
They should have just made like golem I mean, would... fishing or something. It'd be like in a walking simulator, or you know, it'd be something that's low on combat and heavy on exploration and storytelling. But I could see, it. like, a golem game could be good, but you'd have to make a really good case for it. And it would have to look convincing, and this just never did. It never did hit. Like in the early gameplay, where golem was like climbing on the ceiling and smacking someone with a pebble. It's like, what? What is this? Yeah. What am I looking at? Why does he look like that as well? Why does he look? Why does the rest of the world look? like bad but why does he then look like a i think he's the worst character i, I think know. he's the worst looking character model in that entire game <laughs> when i was looking at all like the gameplay footage and stuff i thought every single character model looked better than Gollum. i thought graphically yeah. and animation wise he was the worst and considering he's the main character and the one with the most screen time and the one you play as why does he look worse than anything else <laughs> it's so funny dude sometimes like the textures just don't load on his face and he had the most horrible like triangle mouth and it was just like what am i watching oh what is happening and it's weird as well because if you remember this was the first fucking like next gen game like the first game game uh, no yeah kazooie looks better than this fucking game Spyro. It's so weird. It's so weird that license. I mean, I know it was kind of a meme that maybe in the in the early two thousands that licensed games were always bad, but we're kind of at the stage now where a lot of like businessmen have like woken up to the idea of like, oh, hang on a minute, transmedia makes us money. Hmm. It makes us monies. But other other <laughs> Lord of the Rings monies. games have been quality. People love like other Lord of the right. Rings IP games. Like I remember, Return of the King, yeah. fucking slap, dude. That game was great. Yeah. Um, the movie. And was, yeah. Yeah, and there's been some other really good ones as well. Uh, oh, obviously, this Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor and stuff like that. They're all fantastic. Like this, genuinely, yeah. this is like the first fuck up, really, inside of this universe. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. They've got the strategy one as well. The Battle for Middle Earth, I think it was. Uh, Conquest, which was like the Star Wars Battlefront sort of thing, where you had different classes. That was uh, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, and these were all like seventies, I think. Yeah, they uh, never the really missed. Was, yeah, Battle for Middle Earth. Yeah, they were never like poor. They were always like uh, good to great. You know, I thought I loved the Shadow of Mordor games, both of them. You know, yeah. to me, they were yeah, both really like good. nine, so I really, really loved them. Um. So yeah, it's just crazy how. Uh, the Lord of the Rings IP gets mismanaged this badly. And it's it's weird because like I, I get the impression that they chose this studio and they chose a Gollum project because they wanted it to be small and like um less risky, you know? Yeah. Um but like, you know, they've the, the effect that they uh, <laughs> like it's had the exact opposite effect, you know. There's mm-hmm. such a fuck up. Everybody's like, wow what a shitty Lord of the Rings. Like, you couldn't have damaged the brand more Yeah, <laughs> if it... you just, like, tried to invest more into it. You know? Yeah, because it probably would have slipped under the radar. Even if it got, like, a six or a seven, it probably would have just slipped under the radar really unnoticed. People would just be like, yeah, it's about what we expect from a Gollum game, you know, whatever. Yeah. No no brand harm here. But, yeah, just it yeah. dropping at, like, three and shit like that is just, yeah, it's just the exact polar opposite of what you wanted to do. You drew so much attention to it. <laughs> It was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. 
So that's a shame. I mean, it's no surprise. We've been joking about this game for like years. three, four years now. Yeah. And it's like this game got announced so long ago as well. I feel like it was three or four years since the game got announced. And we were always like, oh, what are you going to do? Smack someone with a fish, you know? And like, that's it. Like, that's the game. You crawl around, you bug out, and you eat fish. Yeah. 39, it's on, Tim. Yeah. And I think, oh, I don't know. It crack at the fours is generous. That's mad. That is mad. Yeah. It's a scary time we live in. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Games are so up and down these days. It's fucking nuts, dude. Well, that's Gollum. <laughs> All right. Main stories for the week, then. Shit, what's going on? Hang on, my notes just freaked the fuck out. All right. Good. We're going to start with the big one, the PlayStation Showcase. It happened. We spoke about it last week. We were very scared. <laughs> we were very scared. <laughs> we were. Um, and, you know, the reception has been, I'm not even going to say mixed, I'm going to say the reception has been pretty negative. Uh, mm. Tim, you watched it through, didn't you? What, what were your thoughts on the show? Uh, yeah, I'd say lackluster. Um was kind of the vibe i got from it um there was some very interesting things in there um uh like for sure obviously the standouts being things like the metal gear solid snake eater remake announcement and stuff like that multi-plat but still cool um that that's happening you know that's 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 a big thing to see revealed on a stage regardless of it being multi-plat so that was cool um and then obviously you got your 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 dragon's dogma 2 that was really nice to see that game and actual some gameplay and it looks fucking fun as fuck uh just like the first game was it looks really really awesome um and uh yeah alan wake 2 looked really interesting graphically much more impressive than i was ever expecting it to be um Mm -hmm. i like i like that they've gone for this kind of gritty like narrative to it you know like make it less i i don't know how actiony it's going to be in comparison to other ones but um a game like that can really benefit from sort of hyper realism and sort of graphics they're doing because it's all like shadow monsters so if you get like really nice like ray tracing and light effects and that you can make that game look sick like um yeah like for sure um so that that was really cool to see i'm not sure that is that one's multiplayer as well isn't it yeah i think mm-hmm. it is although it is worth mentioning that that's still like absolutely ridiculous that microsoft didn't or xbox didn't manage to get that mm. considering alan wake one was you know a premiere exclusive yeah for the xbox, the xbox 360 it's weird it go, well, yeah whatever. it's very weird because considering it did go down as a bit of a cult classic and people did like it yeah so it's, it's very weird yes. that 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 happened um but yeah, no, there, there was yeah some big standouts, Spidey two, obviously, and stuff like that. But then, as as predicted, there was a lot of um, a lot of um, live service games, and a lot of multiplayer games, and a lot of uh, yeah, like MMO type games, from what I could tell. You know, though that sort of vibe, like you, you, there was quite a lot of games like that. Um, which was predicted going into the show um and 
as predicted, I don't think it sat very well with the PlayStation community. Um, they seem to be yeah. very set on the style of games that they like. Um, and I think this is a hole that PlayStation are kind of dug for themselves a little bit here. Um, and I do think later down the line, this could turn into a bit of an issue because I think eventually studios are going to get sick of making that those kind of games constantly. Um, you know, even if they do sell like crazy and people are still eating them up, you know, I do think studios are going to get to a point where they want to be more creative. They want to try different things. Um, so yeah i'm not sure how that's going to sit with their developers later down the line um and stuff like that but yeah it didn't um but there, there were some really cool things in there i thought the new bungee pro project looked really cool actually and i watched a video on it they had like a video uh, video doc um afterwards uploaded by bungee themselves um explaining mm -hmm. more about the game and what it is and it's like a um it's like an extraction extraction shooter. yeah it's like an extraction mm. game so like you get dropped in like maybe teams of two uh and there's like 10 of you on the map in teams of two so five teams of two and there's like pve and stuff like that and you get loot and you got to survive but you could run into teams and kill them take their loot extract you know yeah. really cool and i'm really digging the sort of futuristic like vibe they got there as well i think the graphic style looks fucking quality and Mate, Bungie just make good shooters. So I'm actually pretty hyped for that game. Like genuinely. So um when I saw it and I knew more about it, I was like, this this could be really fucking fun. Uh that turned out after I watched that video Doc Afters, that turned out to be actually one of my favourite things I saw at the show, to be honest. Even um, just the CG, it was just a good I know people are like mental about CGI trailers, but it was it was a good trailer, like the atmosphere yeah. and the tone of it was just like it just really well, it intrigued me to i wanted to know more about it and i found a video on it and i watched it you know that that shows a good trailer right hooked me pulled oh, me yeah. in and also you know so it's marathon as well so it's reviving an old ip uh, which nobody was really expecting mm. yeah. um because the code name that we've been throwing around for years for bungee is that they were working on a new ip called matter m-a-t-t-e-r it yeah. seems like this is it i mean i doubt they're spinning up a third game um but who knows maybe they are mm. um but yeah uh, i agree yeah and thankfully that's fully multiplayer as well you know they've said um even oh, with cross play sense. cross state across all platforms it makes um, sense for them to do that it seems like the sort of game that's going to go free to play battle pass maybe you know that sort of model so it makes sense just to put that on every platform possible right you're gonna make you're gonna make yeah more money out of it um you can still associate the marketing with playstation and stuff but um yeah it's very exciting that that's my plat um because yeah I'm, I'm quite looking forward to that um but yeah so some big hitters some things i wasn't expecting um a lot of a lot of not so exciting stuff um so i'd probably give it like for me personally because a lot of the jrpg stuff i saw as well i thought looked quite cool like grand blue and stuff like that um i'd probably give it like maybe scraping like a b for me like i didn't find it awful i wouldn't give it like a c or a d or anything like that um so yeah that was my overall impressions of it um and obviously there's some stuff i missed out but i'll let you talk about it as well and your thoughts so yeah i can't remember what i landed on uh, the problem is when you're talking about 
showcase and i like i love showcase season because i think there's like an art to, to showcases and i know that's not always the intention of what they are um but you know there's a lot of you know they give you like a build-up period you know there's a, like anticipation for what it is and there's like a, you know they they build these things very strategically you know to like get you interested at the beginning and then like have some interesting stuff throughout and then like you know they have these big moments spaced like very intentionally you know mm-hmm. that's, so there's like this cool so you know i i love that and I, so I think when we're saying like how good is a showcase, I think I guess it's important that we just like clarify what we mean by that because I think as a showcase, like as for entertainment, this is a good show. It's good. Yeah, was it, it bad? Good. Yeah, it was fun. I had fun watching it. I wasn't snoring through it. You know, it was fun. There were some big names there. You know, like you said, there was Alan Wake Two, announcement of Marathon. There was the Immortals of Avium. Snake Assassin's Eater. Creed was there. Snake Eater. The uh, even like the Talos Principle Two that was there as well. Ghost Runner Two. Well, actually, um, one I thought looked Dragon's really Dogma. cool as well was Tower of Fantasy. That looked awesome. One of their the two like, tower games, weren't there? Yeah, one of their JRPG games they announced. Well, not announced. Tower of Fantasy. I think people have seen before, but to see more of it, uh, that looked great. Tower of Fantasy. Like I thought that looked really cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, Karen. Yeah. Um, so as like an entertainment showcase, I thought it was good. I'd give it like maybe like a A minus, maybe. Yeah. As a PlayStation showcase, bad. <laughs> yeah. As a PlayStation showcase, it was bad. Like it did not give me a reason to like be interested in the. You know, as a PlayStation showcase, it was like a C plus. Yeah, maybe B minus. Yeah, you know? I think I'd still it did, there was what, it a B. Yeah, just yeah. So you know, because if you think about the stuff that was shown, that was first party. They had the shooter, or even first party or exclusive. So again, it depends on like how heavy those things are for you. Would they have announced the impact of? Would they have announced things like timed exclusives though? Like, would Metal Gear Snake Eater still potentially be a timed exclusive? It it didn't say it. Obviously, it's It's multi-plat. No, is that something they would have put on the show like at the time? Is it? Yeah. Okay. They'd have shouted it from the rooftops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's all, and that's the thing as well. Like that was the reason why we were when we were speaking about it. We know we were joking around it last week part of the reason it's like not that pleasant to watch playstation showcases as an xbox owner is because they're so aggressive with this sort of stuff yeah. you expect to see big names flash up on the screen and say come into playstation first for who fucking knows how long you know you mm. expect to see that but there was none of that here um and i know a lot of the core you know like you said to the kind of dug their own hole a lot of the core player base over on playstation have, have come to expect that they're like oh we're gonna get a year exclusivity even though that does nothing for us <laughs> we just get a game on release date everyone else gets it later um yeah. so yeah as a, as a playstation showcase there wasn't all that much there i mean there was like they started and also there was like a lot of those service games which we'd been speaking about for a while and even the even the service games that were shown was like mostly cgi yeah like it was just it was like everything like there's like a hierarchy of things isn't there like like what's good to see in a showcase like the, the golden thing is like a new ip reveal with gameplay that's like the, the tippy top and then beneath that you've got like gameplay reveal um mm. and then beneath that you've maybe got an announcement with like a, a teaser a bit of cgi you know or a new ip you know exactly you work all the way down the worst thing you can possibly do is have like see a trailer for a game that's already announced with cgi or like cgi that gives nothing away about what the game is or you know mm. and there were so many of them really there, yeah. there were like three or four of them um and then there was that 
a foam i think it was foam stars has got a lot of uh, attention for being oh, like a splatoon. splatoon game splatoon ripoff yeah. yeah i literally said it as i saw it i was literally like this is just splatoon you're they're like covering an area with this color and whoever has the most wins and i was just like it's quirky and they got their own style on it but the concept is splatoon like let's be real yeah yeah it is and that was a exclusive from that was the only one that was the only uh third party exclusive um in the whole showcase it does kind of uh, give me bleeding edge vibes as well that game i don't know why and everyone you know I mean? and everyone was like you can keep that one yeah <laughs> like i'm not really interested you know especially yeah. and remember this is coming from us who are quite open-minded about service games and multiplayer games the playstation crowd is like they scream at a lot of this stuff obviously yes i'm using a broad brush but like you know the core or the hard the hardcore audience maybe i should say is like they want third person action adventure triple a games and that's it and everything that yeah. falls even a little bit outside of that is not for them <laughs> yeah. you know so stuff like this is just not good and and then they showed because the big thing for them is that they had they have a lot of first party studios now that are working on stuff you know in the way that xbox does xbox has i think four or five more studios total but playstation still has a lot yeah um and they just didn't show any of it um the stuff they did show was from some of their new studios. I think it was Fire Sprite and another one. Sorry, I can't remember the name of the other studio. But it, again, it was CGI reveals. One was called Concord, wasn't it? And it was like mm-hmm. literally just a, a space burger. It, was like, it turns out that was another PvP game, like a PvP shooter. But like the, the trailer gave no indication of what that was. Yeah, it was just like um, it had this kind of retro vibe. It was a ship flying in space and it panned through the ship quite cartoony the cgi and there was uh. a burger on a plate wobbling around and then they went through like a they went warp speed or something <laughs> um, um don't remember that one maybe i was answering the door for my my meal when that one happened yeah maybe yeah. <laughs> um and they opened the show with uh what was it called fair 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 play fair no shit i can't remember do you know what you know what i'm talking about there was like a watchdog's mm. It looked like what like a multiplayer watchdogs. Yes, <laughs> uh, kind of. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, I can't remember what it was called though, which says a lot. It wasn't exactly memorable. Fair games, yeah, fair games, fair and that games. was from Haven Studios. Um, so I think that was the only thing. Those are the only things there that were first party. So they had two of their new studios announce their new games. One of them was a CGI game, which gave nothing away. It turned out is a service game, a service PvP game. And then there was another one, which was a CGI trailer, which gave a sense for what it was, but on, like it looked kind of a bit generic. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, whatever. It looks fine, I guess. I mean, again, we need gameplay to really make that judgment, but that's yeah. why you know. And, and then there was uh, the one we just said, the Splatoon one. Yeah, Foam Stars. Yeah, but nothing really jumped out. Like, wow, the the first part is really, really coming in here, really coming in clutch here. Yeah, I don't mean. And then, of course, we find out afterwards that everything everything there was multiplayer. I mean, I, you know, during the show, nothing was coming up saying timed exclusive, so I assumed that that was the case. Yeah. But I don't know if you saw, but Xbox, the official Twitter account, put up a post, you know, which was like a little bit sassy, also yes. helpful. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, oh, look at all these great games coming or something like that, just to yeah. like clarify. Oh, don't worry, these coming to Xbox, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which and it's great, quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. So you got. Uh... <laughs> The Astro World game, where it was called Ghost Runner 2, Marathon, Metal Gear, Alan Wake 2, Plucky Squire, Assassin's Creed Mirage. I'm not going to lie, 
Assassin's Creed Mirage did not impress me. I actually didn't know if that was the next mainline game or not when I was watching the trailer. <laughs> I was like, is this like their, their next mainline one or is this like another like spin-off like thing they're doing while they're doing it? And then it started to pan out to like a very big world and a, a bit more expansive. And I was like, oh no, I think this is the next main one. But for the longest time, I genuinely couldn't tell if it was the mainline Assassin's Creed. Um, although one thing I will say is I like that they're actually going back to Assassin's Creed and making you an assassin again. Because for the last few games, you've essentially just been playing a warrior in different timelines. You just played a gladiator and you played a viking. You're not an assassin. Like, let's be real. A warrior with a blade on your wrist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just kind of shoehorn that in. They were like, oh, it's supposed to be an Assassin's Creed game. I just fucking, I mean, yeah, just put a blade on his wrist. Whatever. Um, so it's, yeah, it's nice to see them go back to that and go with the more stealth approach. Because um, I definitely think they could make that. I feel like someone like uh, Arcane could do like a really cool Assassin's Creed type game. Like sandboxy, oh, yeah. like that sort of thing. Approach the way you kill your target in like a thousand different ways. Like that's what you mm-hmm. want out of an Assassin's Creed game. You want to feel like an assassin and hopefully they've they've done that again. Um, so that was nice to see. I will give them that. Yeah. yeah. And it's cool... Um... The, the, I, the only reason I knew it was the new, it was Mirage, the new one, is because it was in Baghdad. I can tell it was like Middle Eastern. Um, yeah. So I was like, oh, this is this is something new. Um, but I'm with you. Like it, it wasn't like it looks good, but most of the Assassin's Creed look good. Um, yeah, they're definitely returning more to the stealth side of things, aren't they? Um, mm-hmm. But it's following Bas- Basim as well. Basim, I can't remember how you pronounce his name, but he was involved. That's the character that was in Valhalla. Oh, okay. Because um, you know the, the like the like meta story of Assassin's Creed is like. Fucking acid trip. So it's ridiculous. Anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this is what we mean. Like, there was a lot of tri- big AAA games there, but it, so, which made it like entertaining to watch for the most part. There was a lot of CGI, um, but it was like fairly fun as a showcase to just watch for entertainment value. But as like a PlayStation owner, or as you know, to convince someone to get a PlayStation, it wasn't very good, or to get into the ecosystem. You know, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, no, I I would agree with that. Yeah. Some standouts that I have uh, I put on my notes was Sword of the Sea looked awesome. It was from the devs of um, Journey and what was that water one? Absolutely, uh, absolutely the best of the one. Same devs. That looks yeah. gorgeous. Don't know if you remember, he was on like a hoverboard in the desert. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, awesome. I do remember that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Naver. Neva, like the hand drawn one at the beginning with the wolf. Um, oh, that looked interesting. Like awesome. Tau- yeah, Towers of a Gasper I've got here, which was when it was like a builder sort of game, but the clip that I'm remembering is he was like gliding through the air and there were these massive creatures flying as well. That looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Ultros I thought looked really cool. It was like this, the psychedelic, I think it was a roguelike side scroller sort of thing. Um, I thought that was quite cool. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Dra- Dragon's Dogma 2 was easily the biggest announcement there. I was very happy to see. As soon as I saw that flash up, I was like, yes, no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm glad it's real, but no, yeah. this is for sure going to be locked up. Um, uh, thankfully, and it's, it's not, not. Which is really exciting. Yeah. But it is funny to see that it's actually not on their list, is it? Like that, that screen, that image that Xbox used to say like, 
Oh, these are also all coming, by the way. Dragon's Dogma 2 wasn't on there, by the looks of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's there. It's, it's on the notes. It's just to the left of Alan Wake. Oh, is that Dragon's Dogma 2? Yeah, so it's it... weird art, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's really it. weird art. I thought it was like fucking Street Fighter or something. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was really cool to see that um, be a thing. Yeah, we're, we're big fans of the, of the first one. Um, and yeah, it was very exciting to actually see that um pop up and weirdly enough i called that I, I i knew it was dragon's dogma so early as well i was watching it till and then literally i just saw like a forest of trees and i was like i think it's just dragon's dogma 2 and then it just started happening and it was dragon's dogma 2 and i was like i don't know how i got that from trees <laughs> but i don't know it just had like that instant feel yeah. about it i and yeah it so looks fucking sick capcom looking trees <laughs> yeah exactly yeah um, they are on such a roll, aren't they? It's crazy. What, what, what are people like calling them at the moment? Publishers had. Oh, it was like a really Sorry. funny word. It was like Cap God or something or something. I, I don't know. People are <laughs> basically just say, yeah, they're just fucking on fire, dude. I remember that that studio yeah. being pretty lackluster for such a long time and not really yeah. pumping out much at all. And yeah, recently they've just been fucking on a roll, man. Um, Ever since Monster Hunter, just gonna put it out there. Yeah. Ever since Monster Hunter, Ever since World. turned around. Yeah, it's like they gained the confidence from World, and then they were like, yeah, and then they did a great job. And well, they made their own engine, didn't they? The, the RE engine and stuff like that, and started using that for their remakes and stuff. Yeah. And that was fucking quality. That was like a gold mine. Um, yeah, people love those Absolutely. games. Um, so, yeah. No, yeah, there was definitely some some pretty cool things in there. I do agree with you. I think Dragon's Dogma 2 was probably one of the best of the, of the show. Uh, weirdly, Marathon, for me, even though it's just a CGI trailer. Um, it was cool to see Snake Eater get announced yeah. as well. Um, oh, what were you about to say you about can, You can understand why that's exciting. Yeah, sorry, I was just going to say, you can, you, like, I think that kind of makes sense, though, because it's Bungie. Yeah, I just saw like, Bungie. There is pedigree there. started sitting up. I was like... <laughs> What's this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is pedigree there. And also, it, like, it was a good CGI trailer in the way that other CGI trailers of the show weren't. And, and they were from new studios. So you're kind of like, what am I looking at? You know, kind of, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like an, an Xbox equivalent, like, you know, launched the 2020 show with like Avowed, Fable, State of Decay 3. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe State of Decay 3 is a a good one in the sense that they've never kind of made anything of the same scope that they're going for with state of decay three. So it's quite hard to get sense for it. Yeah. I don't mm. know. Um, fable, you know, arguably as well, because it's coming from a different studio. These you know, studios just done racing games, you know? Um, yeah. so I can, I can somewhat understand, you know, I think that gets a little bit of an exception for yeah. all those reasons. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, yeah. For me, some of the JRPG stuff, yeah. Tower of fantasy, grand blue look pretty good. Uh, Plucky Squire looked really fun and quite cool, actually. Hell um, yeah! That's my fantasy, Greg. Yeah, it, it it looks it looks pretty awesome. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, Snake Eater being a thing was cool. Um, yeah, I played that when I was when I was younger. Um, not all the way through because my attention span for those sort of games wasn't great, but I do remember having a really good time with it and really enjoying it. Um, but yeah, my little young brain couldn't quite finish a Metal Gear Solid game. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I thought it was pretty good overall. And then Spider Man obviously was the next show stealer, um, apart from its 
dreadful water. <laughs> God, I see people ripping into the water for that trailer oh, so much. Well, I did want to talk about that trailer a little bit, actually. Like, what were your, like, did you did you think, what, flawless? Like, you weren't concerned by anything in that? Maybe concerned isn't the right word. Was there anything? Not. I don't know. Was it a purely, purely positive trailer for you? Because I, it was good. Like, it was fun. It looked like a good Spider-Man game. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Looked, but I had some reservations. It, I think overall it was, it was very positive for me, but I did... Yeah, I did notice. Yeah, things like the water and some explosions, and like the, like especially the boat as well in that scene. Uh, I noticed some frame dips quite a bit in the trailers as well, um, when a lot of shit was going on, and like when Lizard was like trying to attack them, the game hitched like a little bit, and there were some frame drops. Um, but I think, I think it, yeah, like like you said, it just looks like a pretty incredible Spider-Man game, right? Um, and it's really cool that you can switch between Miles and Peter like on the fly and stuff like that. Um, they've each got like new powers. Do we know how that works? I don't know how that works. No, I mean, I I assume they'll probably. I assume you'll probably be able to do it on the fly as well, like just whoever you want to explore around with. But I also think just certain points of the game they're going to be split off, and yeah, like the trailer was saying, like Miles is at the other end of of the city you know so you switch to him to do this and stuff like that i think there'll be prompts to do it story-wise but i'd be surprised if they couldn't just let you kind of choose who you went around with as well um but yeah i'm not too sure um the new powers are great miles new powers look so cool with like the chain electricity and stuff like that um the symbiote suit looks sick um and i'm excited to see that come off Peter and actually make Venom. Um and yeah, Craven looks like he could be pretty cool. Uh, I I wonder how many villains they're gonna stuff into this game, because obviously there were like six or seven in the first one. Uh I wonder if they're gonna have the same vibe or if they're just gonna be like, we're just gonna have Craven, Venom, um, and yeah, maybe like a couple others like Lizard or something like that, and focus. And Wolverine. Yeah, Logan's gonna be a surprise fucking uh, he end might. boss. I would be surprised if he has a little tie-in. Um, and uh, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see where they go with that. I think Mysterio could be quite a cool one to throw in there. Um, mm-hmm. have some like trippy sort of like mind control and like mind manipulation sort of missions going on. Um, that could be kind of cool. Uh, yeah. I think it looks really good. Overall, I was very, very impressed with it. Um, yeah, I came out of that with a big smile on my face. And, um, you know, I'm happy that I own a PlayStation 5 to buy that game. It was one of the very few in that showcase where I was just like, yeah, I'm glad I have a PS5 for that, yeah. Yeah, cool. I'll, um, yeah, I mean, that that was kind of the sentiment, wasn't it? That it kind of saved the show. Um and yeah, like I think it, I think it looked good. Um, you know, the thing is, even like if it was just a fine Spider-Man game, that would still be enough. You know, a, a fine Insomniac Spider game is still like an eight plus. Um, yeah, you know. I think you're right. I think they probably have quite a lot up their sleeve in terms of like villains and other stuff they want to show off. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do think it looked a bit rough in some areas. I mean, it's it still looked good. Don't get me wrong. Um, but like, I don't think it touched something like Ratchet and Clank, you know. This is the, considering this is the first next gen only 
Spider-Man. Like some of the textures I thought kind of looked rough. You know, am I... I don't think I'm being too critical. I think it looked good. The set pieces looked good and fun. Um, yeah, some of the effects didn't look that great. Um, it's not done, It's not finished yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, you know. And also the game didn't get a date, right? Everyone was really yeah, expecting a September release That was surprising. And they yeah, just said, just full. oh, yeah. I think they're rushing this a little bit, honestly. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe it comes out at the end of fall. So maybe like end of August. I mean, we'll see. I mean, this that was Wait, usually when PlayStation before September, is it? September. Sorry, I really get confused by the months at the end of the year. Yeah, so do I. Uh, August, November. September, October. It could be like the end of October. October. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Help me. <laughs> Help me, Lord. Um. Yeah, maybe October time. Um. Before holiday. You know, and the only reason I say that is because usually PlayStation are really good with their quality, you know, their QA for showcases like this. Um, They're very selective with what they show. Mm. And there were some clear, like, things that weren't quite ready yet. Um, Yeah. You know. I will say as well, I'm not sure how I felt about the wingsuit. I was a bit surprised that they added that. I like that, actually. Um, I do think Traversal is pretty great as it is, and I feel like I... I don't know if that will take away from the swinging and the whole that's, that's my worry. Spider-Man thing, but if they can blend it well, I saw it and I was like, that is quite cool, and that could feel pretty cool, but if it's too good, yeah, you're just going to find you just fucking flying everywhere like a squirrel instead of being an actual Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, funny. I did like the thing where he pulled himself back on those two poles, though, and probably yeah, like, whistled himself, himself miles. Yeah, that was cool. That was yeah, really that cool. Was cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there was that. And the final thing, which, by the way, I agree with everything Tim has said. I'm just running a. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. For some of the things that I was like, like, you know, I, I, I feel like there's not really much attention being paid to this, which is fine. You know, Insomniac has trust in the bank. They've given us no reason to doubt them and neither is playstation mm. in terms of release schedules but the ai my man yeah i don't really notice that again. and i feel like i feel like it's hard to judge it in a trailer like that because i do feel like these yes, trailers are set up to scripted exactly yeah yep. um yeah but then redfall as well like redfall probably had a lot of <laughs> scripted moments and then it turned out to be the worst ai ever made well not that bad but yeah. it's, it's pretty bad 
Um, so yeah, I can yeah. see why you have your reservations. Probably partly because of Redfall, maybe. Um, maybe. But, but yeah, I I, yeah, I'm just... I noticed it. Don't get me wrong, but I also think it's also just trailer moments uh, as well. Yeah. So yeah. And I think I think you're probably right. Um, I I'm just saying what I saw. You know, um, at that, that beginning bit like just the very way he jumps out and he's wearing the venom suit there's like three of them just come around the corner and just stand still until they get crushed into the ground yeah. just noticed it that's all that's fine um so i don't know i think i think it was a good spider-man showing but i was a bit like hmm, hmm. there's there's a couple of things here which like i'm surprised i'm just surprised it wasn't perfect and ready to go it's just very unlike playstation like you know that that's all yeah um Usually the stuff they show is like pristine September, and it seems like this one's maybe fallen behind a little bit and needs a bit longer in the in the oven, which is fine. But it's just no problem. That's just yeah, where it is. yeah, potentially. Yeah, maybe they bit it off more than they could chew, which is equally quite exciting because like how how much are they cramming into this to be behind schedule potentially? You know, like the first game was already maybe. massive mm. and lots going on in terms of villains, missions, all that sort of stuff. Yeah um it could it could be insane um and i'm really looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing venom like really venom's yes. not playable by the time you finish that game it better say venom is unlocked or something like that when you finish that game i want to play as venom yes yes i'm excited to see more as well um all right well let's let's move on to kind of like the after effects and like um what came next so as i've put on the thumbnail the, the famous Jeff Key Jeff Keeley poll went up on Twitter and we had A B C D C won the vote with 33.4%. B came second with 30.5. D or below came third with 21.7 and A came last at 14.4. So yeah, very mixed quite clearly. Mm. Um, we've kind of said our ratings already, but you know, it wasn't just us kind of universally people thought this wasn't a good showcase but like i said i think it's good to think about these things as as game showcases and then as the platform showcases um, yeah these are usually fun there's usually like 40 games in these there's no way you're sitting through these bored these are usually quite fun to watch does it do well to advertise the platform that's more the thing you know that we're asking mm-hmm. and let us not forget there was also about a 15 minute segment of vr2 stuff in here yeah. And a Gran Turismo trailer. <laughs> yeah. TV, 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 sports, TV, TV, sports. Yeah. Just basically. Saying. Standards were different back in my day. Are they doing um, like a uh, TV sort of episodic game as well, similar to like Quantum Break? I thought that was a thing. I thought they were doing like an uh, episodic I game. I think so. Um, thought that was announced. Maybe. Um, I don't think so. I can't, I can't remember anything. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and lastly, the little portable device they made, the little glued together thing. It, it, it I mean, it looks which, which has cool. been received a bit mixed. It, it it looks it looks pretty cool. Um I don't exactly know how it's going to work. Um it was very vague, wasn't it? It was kind of just like, yeah, you could do, play things over Wi-Fi and it's just like do I have to be like near my console is does it work like remote play like xbox's remote play does it uh i don't know like is it gonna like turn on your xbox at 
uh, your PlayStation at home when you're away or something like that. Because that's what remote play does, isn't it? Um, yeah. Or is it going to run it's on not, like, dedicated no. cloud servers or like what? It's not cloud. It's not. It's not cloud. Okay. It's just a remote play device. What we don't know is if you can play the game on other networks or if you need to be on the same network that your PlayStation 5 is on. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a big question. Yeah. Uh, I mean, depending on the answer to that question is is pretty huge for how that's going to sell, I think. Um, I mean, I'd imagine it would work the same way its app does and that you can use it as long as you're connected to any Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Um which is fine, um, but I think it the use case for it is quite slim. I, I don't think it's that bad. A lot of people are really are really ragging on it, but I, I can see oh, I can cool. see the, the angle for this, and I'll be interested to know. You know, a lot of it will come down to price. Um, you know, it can't really be more than two hundred quid. I don't think. Mm. I like. Um... I like that they kind of morphed it into the the DualSense controller, though. I do like that, yeah. and if it has like the features and the what the DualShock itself is capable of, but portable, that's pretty cool. So you can have all like the haptic feedback and all that. Yeah, that that is pretty cool that they sort of morphed that into the actual thing itself. Um, I do I do quite like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not the nicest looking thing. Um, I, it looks like if you drop it, it would shatter. Like it would actually split in half. It doesn't look like the most uh, robust thing, um, but yeah, it would be really cool if you could slide it off in the way you can a switch. I'm just a big fan of them. I'm a big fan of like separated controllers. You I wish I to... wish they were more common outside of Nintendo. You might be able to slide them in to make it more compact when you're done with it, and slide like pop out and in a bit. But I don't think they'll come maybe. off. Yeah, I don't know if they'll come off off. No, um, but yeah, no, I don't either. Um, but yeah, because it, it's essentially a. The thing is, because it's just Wi-Fi, I'm not sure actually how good it's going to be for, as like a travel console. Yeah, it'd be okay, but you know, going to hotels, Wi-Fi can be really unreliable. Like I don't know, that's not that useful. Um, you kind of want native for that, or at the very least, cloud where it can be consistent. You know, even if there is, it's uh, maybe a bit lower than you'd like, at least it's consistent. Hmm. Um, but this is more of like a, the TV is busy device, you know, <laughs> that's the yeah. TV is taken. Yes. Yeah. I and think I think so. there's an angle there. I think there's, I think there's probably more of a market there than people realize. Um, but like you families. said, within a certain price point, because if it is something that niche, you're not going to want to spend 300 pounds on something as niche as, Oh, I can, I can still play shooey shooey. Well, the wifey's watching tv you know it's a lot of money yeah. for just that case right that one use case um so yeah it'd be interesting but i can't i can't this thing i it looks to me like it will be quite premium right considering it's i think they've gone for a pretty nice quality screen i can't remember if they said it was like a like a 1080. Four, is it 1080 okay but it looks like a pretty nice screen. It looks like, you know, they built it into like a DualShock. You know, DualShock controllers are expensive. You know, they've... Uh, or, I don't know, man. I can't, It looks kind of premium to me. Um, but it'd be interesting to see where, where this thing kind of lays off. Especially when you look at things like Razer Kishis and stuff like that being like 100 plus pounds, you know. Uh, I feel like this one's going to probably 
it, I think it'll probably break the 200 mark. Yeah. Yeah, which I think is a problem, but purely because of the competition. Like, if it's 250 or 300, you can get a Switch. You know, even like the dedicated street, uh, cloud devices that we've heard about in the last few months, you know, the Logitech one, the Asus uh, one, the Asus have put one out, ROG have put one out as well. Uh, or, or putting one out, you know, and they're coming in at fluctuating price points between like, I think 300 and 500. Then there's the Steam Deck, you know, the cheaper Steam Deck model, I think is like 350 pounds, you know, that is. Yeah. And in that case, you know, if you're putting this Wi-Fi only PlayStation device at like 300, I, I just... Yeah. I mean it. I mean it. Like I said, I, I think I'm actually more positive on this thing than most of the internet is. I think that there is a case here. Mm. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. And I agree, the tool sense we just on it quite neat. Yeah. Um okay, so um the following the the show then, oh, you might have noticed that loads of I say loads, a handful of websites went into like defense overdrive. I don't know if you caught that even before the show, Games Radar in particular, Games Radar, put up an article like all PlayStation has to do is show up to keep Xbox on their toes. Yeah. Like just just weird stuff like weird stuff like that and yeah. then after the show happened they were like ah, oh, don't listen to everyone else the showcase was nearly perfect okay I don't know um, yeah so maybe not ign yeah. had their own video as well on it um you can go on their channel now and see it was like the playstation showcase an s tier showing and they're in there and they were like yeah i think it was an a plus or an s showing okay well no guys I, I don't even feel like I'm being mean or being biased to say that's not an A plus or even an A showing. Like I don't feel like I'm being harsh there. Like I feel like even if some of those were first party, it was it was still it was still good. But A to A to S man, that's like you're barely missing a beat there. Like in terms of a show, yeah. and that was very far off that. Um, and I could say the same with Xboxes, past showcases and stuff like that. You know, we've rated them Bs, maybe As, like at a scratch. You know, and they had a lot more first party content coming than that. Um, and we were just as critical on them. Uh, yeah, that seems a bit, it's a bit sus to me. Yeah. Um, and you know, of course, one of the things. So not only that, but one of the things that people were kind of concerned about leaving the showcase is that playstation have shown nothing for next year so not only were people going into the show like i can't wait to see what the suite of playstation studios are working on you know all these first party studios the bits they did get of that were cgi or service games they didn't get a load of stuff like naughty dog are working on something else you know there was hope it's not ready fine but there is people uh, I, maybe actually, for a reveal you know that- i was very surprised last of us factions wasn't there yeah Love the last of us factions, right? Yeah. Um, and then that's you know that's going to be part of this as well. Um, but you know, and then not only that, not not only was the question around first party not answered. Twenty twenty four, PlayStation has no games announced for twenty twenty four. Yeah. No, no. Uh, that I can think of. Maybe there was a couple of smaller games in there that did say twenty twenty four. At the very least, no first party games. You know. Yeah. Um. I mean, you could. And in my opinion, assume. I think things won't be there you can assume they'll have things in 2024 like potentially wolverine and stuff like that but like yeah nothing's been confirmed has it um yeah so and, i mean yeah i'm sure they will but everybody thought the same about xbox's 2022 
yeah. then there was just a handful of things, you know. Uh, yeah. Not although there was nothing, but, you know, it's, so people are just being consistent. That's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know? And also, is that not the point of a showcase? You know, we went into this like, oh, it's phase two of PlayStation 5. Mm. Here's your next... And it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. at all. That's um, true. That is true. And it, and in reply to that, one of the IGN directors, who shall not be named, said, Sony will have a major tentpole release next year. I mean, they're not Xbox. Oh. Skullface. Why? And then, and then they deleted un- the tweet. <laughs> It's such an unnecessary throw under the bus. Like, why did yeah. you feel like it was necessary to put a fucking cover in there she. and put they're not she and put um uh, yeah they're not Xbox. Like, why? Yeah. yeah. Why was that necessary? You didn't need to tack that last bit on. Fucking and and that just oh god, it just solidifies that they're fucking more aligned with Sony as well. Uh, in terms of being a bit biased. So I don't know what they're thinking, dude. Yeah. Needless, needless console warring. And it's like, it is funny. You know, I think we try and be balanced on this podcast. Like, you know, generally we don't, you know, we, we don't feel that there is an anti Xbox cabal out there that go, you know, that's just not really realistic, is it? You know, but every now and then the mask does kind of slip hmm. and you do kind of see the preference really come out and that's what we'll call it we'll call it preference not bias because that's kind of what it is i mean maybe you're splitting hairs you know whatever you do occasionally see the mask slip of like oh i thought you were meant to try and be neutral like you're you're a gaming outlet be an outlet to all of us Uh, (laughs) like i don't know like because i I know that you prefer team blue and that's fine Mm. but like can you be? Can you represent all of us instead of you know just the team that you like? You but know? they don't. That was kind of the point. Of- I feel like they treat Nintendo like that. They treat Nintendo as like a, an equal or whatever, and very unbiased mm-hmm. because you would. It, but whenever they're ragging or dogging on something, it is always Xbox. They would never like replace that with yeah. Nintendo, like that tweet, for example. Um, yeah, it, it definitely is the popular one to to rag on, and that is consistent. You can genuinely look at past tweets and past articles and actually find consistency there. Um, mm-hmm. That 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 is pretty much fact at this point. Um, yeah, they just need to sort of yeah treat it more more like they do Nintendo, right? I feel like they're actually pretty, even though they're more aligned Team Blue, like you said, and that's fine or whatever. You just don't go actively ragging on another system which they seem to only do for Xbox, but yeah, they don't do that for Nintendo um, or anything like that. So yeah, it's yep. weird. That's it. That's it. So yeah, it was weird. Um, a lot of the industry did get in a bit of a tiz because there was a bit of negativity about PlayStation for once. And I know like, as well, like the sentiment shifted so quickly considering, you know, the Xbox community has been on a bit of a downer since Redfall com- came out. Um mm-hmm the sentiment has shifted so fast like a lot of people were like man this was like a really bad showing we don't know what's coming next some people are kind of like spider-man yeah isn't ready why didn't we get a release date you know um everything was multi-plat you know some people were really bought into that like dooming excellent playstation doom and gloom and as a result some outlets have really gone into overdrive to like be protective around it which is a bit hard but you know you know really and the this is a little bit off to- it's not off topic but you don't really put a smile on my face today 
is my brother, Ben. You know, he's 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 yeah. Sony. He's been PlayStation his whole life. He kind of likes to rag on Xbox a little bit. Actually came up to me today. Yeah. We weren't even talking about games. And was just like, yo, I'm tempted to buy an Xbox for Starfield. And I was like, let's go, Fuck dude. Yeah, you are. I was like, here's the link. <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> um, it just really surprised me. I don't know. And I was just like, I don't feel like Starfield has had too much sort of like in your face marketing yet either. And that's like it's starting to pop up i'm yeah. seeing it in like starting to. Cans. Yeah. i'm seeing it in shops yeah um and yeah it was just i don't know man um yeah it was just it was just quite it was i just wasn't expecting it at all and i was just like yeah i was just like that game does obviously look insane uh it had some potential to be like crazy um but yeah no it was just it was just quite quite interesting and yeah it's it's on a similar wavelength to what we were talking about but um, you know, Xbox do yeah. have stuff coming to get excited for, um, and so does Sony. But I feel like Xbox has has a bit more. It's weird to say it, but a bit more legs in it coming up. Like you, you can see the legs in like Xbox's like schedule coming up a little bit more than you can. Um, Sony, exactly. Sony is sort of running a sprint where Xbox are kind of running a marathon at the moment. Um, That's it. So yeah, no, it's just it was just quite quite interesting. To, to, hear, to hear that absolutely yeah and it's really interesting and it does give you a sense of like how like xbox hasn't had one of these high profile um mass appeal games in a long time the last one probably was halo infinite you know and even yeah. then halo's been around so long that it either is or it isn't i think that happens with old ips doesn't it like there's a like uh, the example I can give is Uncharted. Like there's a point where the next Uncharted come out, it's a ten out of ten, and I'd still you'd have to persuade me to play it because mm-hmm. there's so much history there and there's so much baggage. It's like, oh, do I really want to do this? You know. Yeah. Um. So Starfield is really like the big reset. You know, arguably. Um, yeah, and it's a fresh entry in, into a new a new franchise and stuff like that. Yeah, you don't need to play any of the other like Elder Scrolls or anything like that, right? Um, That's right. Yeah. And so there's, there's like layers on layers on layers of reasons of why Starfield can permeate all the way down to even like the casual gamer. Mm. Like you're sitting there be like, whoa, star- I can be a, a starship person. I can fly around in a galaxy and whoa, it's the developers of Skyrim and Fallout. I love those games, you know, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's on Game Pass Day 1. Holy shit. Play on my Series S for 200 pounds. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yes. Um, if they nail this, um, it's going to be a, for sure a, a big watershed moment for, for Xbox yeah yeah it's really interesting yeah that's really interesting Mm -hmm. and i hope you said to him oh you can you can buy in cheap xbox series s it's exactly what i said 200 pounds i actually genuinely (laughs) i said i recommend the series s but then i did say like pending i did say obviously starfield is looking to be like a pretty pretty big juicy game so i was like performance pending i'm not sure how it's going to look on the series s i'm sure it'll still look fine and great but like um I definitely think you're I'd gonna... expect 1080 30. Yeah, yeah. You're you're definitely gonna get way more bang for your buck playing a game like Starfield on your on your Series X. Like that is a Series X kind of game. Um yeah. Still playable, of course, on your Series S, but um but yeah, obviously I did recommend that. I was just like, yeah, they're super cheap, man. Like I was like, if, if you if you see one in like a flash sale, sometimes you could pick them up for like one seven five or something like that. You know, you could pick them up real cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Very interesting. 
very interesting exciting times yeah. and like this is so i just want to wrap this bit up and then we'll sort of come around yeah. and talk about like kind of xbox because i know we're an xbox podcast that spend the last hour talking about playstation that's fine we don't do this often it's the big showcase cut us a break yeah um you mentioned last uh last of us factions right so i don't know if you saw but the uh, they got shrired <laughs> they got jason shrired uh put up an article uh saying uh, naughty dog has significantly scaled down the team on its last of us multiplayer project sources oh. say uh, as it reassesses the game following bloomberg's request for comment the company put out a twitter statement saying the game was delayed i don't know if you saw the official statement either no. um they essentially said oh we need more time uh also we're making another single player game yeah um the report was like it's been rebooted several times um the team's like losing you know like the team's getting scaled back and scaled back it might even get cancelled um that was like wow. the report it might even get cancelled and I'm, I'm really surprised you haven't heard this because if, if this was a fucking xbox game this would be all over the gaming yeah, i have genuinely like, haven't heard this yeah which is crazy the last of yeah. us the last of us is like playstation's it's like crown jewel you know and it's yeah yeah, and like if it was, you know, we had a similar thing with Halo Infinite's for, like getting delayed, and that was, I don't know, I guess it maybe it was look maybe it's uh, Apple Store oranges a little bit, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean to a degree, part of me is like, not that easy, is it? I, Xbox always catches a lot of shit for like they put out these big games that have single player and multiplayer, or like are big ambitious multiplayer games like Sea of Thieves, for example. Nintendo don't really do that. PlayStation don't really do that. And this is their first attempt. And it's from their premier studio. Mm. And it was announced five, four, five years ago, probably in development for another two years before that. You know, we're talking like seven, eight years now. It's probably been in development for. Might be another couple of years before it comes out. Like, I mean, ultimately, good. Like, delay it, delay it, delay it. Like, suppose the story was that, by the way, I should mention this, was that, Bungie was used as kind of a QA on it, and Bungie looked at it and went, "Don't show this, really. <laughs> don't sh don't show this. This isn't like you need to rethink this." Yeah, um, interesting. And they took it out. Supposedly took it out of the showcase um, because yeah, it don't show this. Show ours instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> conflict of interest. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, many thoughts about that. It's interesting, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah, that is extremely interesting. And like you said, I find it pretty crazy how that, how I haven't actually managed to see anything about this. Um, and I've genuinely been looking up like receptions on like this showcase and stuff like that, and this hasn't somehow reached my feed or or my eyes in any way. Yeah. Um, Which is weird because I tweeted about it. I've I've tweeted about it. <laughs> oh yeah, but I don't really do fucking Twitter that often. Um, oh, I even I would even tweet poor Timmer back who said happy birthday to me. Um, <laughs> so such a dick. Um, yeah. So yeah, that that is quite interesting. But um, yeah, I I don't know, man. Ever since this was sort of announced, this this Last of Us factions thing, it's, I was always a little bit unsure about it um just why it was the direction they needed to take um i i respected it because you know i i like that sony uh sort of started thinking going in these different ways now and making multiplayer games and doing stuff 
with the same IP in different ways. Um, I feel like that can be really beneficial. Um, and mm. it can succeed, you know, if it's done well, like with Gears and Gears Tactics, all that sort of stuff, you know, it you can definitely do it. And it's nice to just see them not stick to their guns a little bit. But um, yeah, it's definitely mm. uncharted territory for them. Um, and it's, yeah, it looks like they're struggling with it. Um, but I mean, ultimately, you know, I don't like to see the struggle and it would be a shame to see this get cancelled. You know, as Dex said, we are an Xbox podcast, but I don't, I don't want this game to fucking suck. I don't want it to get cancelled. I don't want to point and laugh at them. Um, but yeah, it just, it just goes to show, you know, when the shoe's on the other foot and they're trying to do things that their competitors are doing, uh, it's not that easy, you know, um, and Xbox might find the same thing when they try and make a matching third party action narrative game, you know, it's probably not going to hit nearly mm-hmm. as hard as any of the Sony ones. So, um, nope. it just goes to show that these consoles do different things and you got to respect them for what they do a little bit. Um, in some cases, you know, uh, but yeah, no, definitely interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. I mean, you know, I think, yeah, like you said, Naughty Dog, again, have never given me a reason, other than the PC port of the remastered, whatever, never given me a reason to doubt them. Um, no. I like, you know, and some of these Sony studios could really bring something fresh and new to a service game, you know, um, and that might, you know, get me on it for a bit. You know, you know, I think it's exciting. I think, you know, I don't want all of the... I think they're maybe leaning into it a bit too heavily. You're like, there's, there's that mm. whole thing of, like, playstation's budget is 60 percent service games and 40 percent single player games now which is like oh that maybe is a bit too much of a till and like you know i said i've said this in the, the weeks running up to the showcase it's going to be interesting to see how that's reflected in the showcase because this was really jim ryan's era like so far he's just been um seeing through the games that sean laden you know the last head of playstation um had really put put emotion for him mm-hmm. um so we'll see, but you know, I do think there's scope for PlayStation to make some really unique service games that that could push some of the industry forward. You know, and that's you know that's me being very complimentary. You know, I think I've said this before. I think they're great studios. They're fantastic. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's obviously we don't like to see this, uh, but I will say that it's somewhat it's somewhat disillusioning for a lot of people. You know, the ambiguous people, a lot of outlets who treat PlayStation as this kind of bastion of like speed and quality and efficiency it's like no when they come out of their wheelhouse a bit they start to struggle and don't get me wrong it's better that they push it back than show it not ready otherwise oh yeah like that's clearly a lesson that xbox hasn't learned so you know great overall but but still you know trouble behind the scenes yeah 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 so um as we sort of move into the xbox stuff then i wanted to kind of have the conversation of like do you think does this leave xbox open for a counter-attack for a parry of course for a um a repost what's it a repost how did you fucking know that's what i was thinking of (laughs) a fucking repost yeah what do you think uh yeah no absolutely man Thanks for air horning over. I'm never, re- I'm never ready to go. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Tim? Air horn over my fucking response. Um, yeah, no, I think it's... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think absolutely it does, right? I mean, we got uh, the showcase coming up on the 11th. You know, that's just a couple weeks away now, just under. Um, you know, majority have voted this 
this showcase that PlayStation have done to be pretty lackluster, you know, in the sort of C to B area. Uh, you know, I definitely think there's an opportunity for Xbox to swoop in here, say, you know, this is what we got coming this year. This is what we got coming next year. It's a wide variety of games. You know, we're, we're dipping into this, um, you know, single player narrative action games as well with Avowed and um, uh, Hellblade 2. And we got single player game Starfield. Mm-hmm. We got all our multiplayer shit coming mm-hmm. up too. You know, you really could tick all the boxes in terms of, yeah, game variety, longevity, you know. Um, and I think especially if they come out pretty hard with, like, some release dates, right, which is one thing Sony did not do at all. You know, if you can get some things properly roadmapped, there's a chance for a, a fat repost <laughs> right now. <laughs> the old fucking, you know, the noise it makes in Dark Souls when you hit someone with, like, a backstab or a parasol. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that bassy-ass sound, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, there's a, real, there's a real opportunity here, and I hope, I hope that... Um, xbox jump jump on it and and do it well yeah absolutely um you know it's it's exciting to think about not because playstation have had a bad showcase but it's like it's been you've got to understand you know if you're not from the xbox community the last year has been pretty rough not i've had a good time on my platform you know it could have been better i've yeah. had a good time you know there's been some standouts along the way i appreciate some of those standouts aren't for everyone so that's fine i get that hmm. but the sentiment around the platform has been pretty uh pretty milk toast yeah i haven't had anything for quite a while first party wise for xbox like because no you haven't the sort of of games that have come out and have reviewed very well aren't really my style of game so um but like you said you know there's still plenty to play on the platform and gamers pass off as a lot so by no means have i been you know had a drought of games you know but uh yeah it'll it'll be good to see that there's a lot coming up for xbox that i'm really excited for so um Mm -hmm. you know i'm hoping these these games that do appeal to me and a little bit more of the masses as well um yeah we'll we'll start to come out and and hopefully won't disappoint yeah it's it's exciting times definitely definitely and i've got to say actually just while before i forget um that was the other thing about the showcase nothing was playstation plus day one Actually, yeah, it's almost like you, know, you, know, you just kind of forgot they had a subscription service in that show, didn't they? Oh, exactly. Like, I don't know. I, and this is one of those things where it's like... Especially the I'm indie sorry, games but... they were showing off too. It's a real opportunity to throw them inside the catalogue and get some attention on them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, they've only done that with like two or three games so far, and I really would have expected they'd have done it with, yeah, like some at least some of the smaller games. Um, I mean, maybe some of them are free to play, you know, some of the service games they've got coming up, so that's why they weren't going to do that but like i'm sorry but xbox doesn't get enough credit for that the fact that we're probably going to see forza well we are we're going to see forza hellblade 2 avowed starfield at the very you know if, if they are all there you know the ones that aren't certain and they're all going to be day one and game pass that is fucking nuts it's going to pop up on the screen and it's going to say you can play this on the first day and you don't have to pay a penny other than this just just be part of the subscription mm. and you don't have to drop 70 quid like that is a big deal um and you know until now i don't really think that anybody's been paying any attention for that but this is playstation's first showcase in 600 days ish like coming up to two years 18 you know 18 19 months you know um Mm. and 
just like there's just the, the value isn't there either you know may, maybe so there'll be some commentary i just haven't seen many people talk about that you know maybe there'll be some commentary after the xbox show but um it makes a big difference yeah um so yeah to your point yeah the riposte opportunity the riposte riposte Repost. Repost, I think it's how it's pronounced. <laughs> Repo. Yeah, Repo, I don't know. Um the opportunity is for sure there. And I like I want Xbox to start building momentum. You know, I think the whole thing the, the beginning of this year was looking really good until Redfall was such a fucking shame with Hi-Fi Rush, Age of Empires, Minecraft Legends was fine. Um Pentiment. And then some other Game Pass announcements. Pentiment just at the end of yeah, just at the end of twenty two. Oh, was um, it? That wasn't this. Oh, okay. I don't it was November, I think. Oh, okay. But still, last six months. Uh, yeah. So you know, and I think if they have a good showcase, you know, they establish a timeline. Maybe there's a surprise this year as well. You know, the Wandering Tower, um, Project Belfry. It was you know the same thing. Um, that might be this year. Hellblade Two is the big question mark, I think, for most people. Of like, will could that be a surprise AAA this year? Um, but we know Forza is going to be this year as well. Forza and Starfield is probably enough, you know, yeah. because that would hit their thing of like four quarterly AAA games with Hi-Fi Rush, Redfall, right now you're fine. Forza, Starfield, so that would be four yeah. for the year. Um, but even then, you've got to think about what that would mean. What does that mean? Hellblade 2 in January, Avowed in March. Um, you could be looking at Perfect Dark, um, maybe in June, you know, uh, and then whatever else they've got lined up, maybe Contraband at the end, you know. Who knows? Um, and, you know, that's one of the things that Phil said in a kind of funny interview that, you know, last month or whenever it was, where he said, he was like, I, I know you're tired of me saying this, you know, I'm t- you know, I understand that, but I can see it now. I can see the vision. It's there. The timeline is there um, for that quarterly AAA game. A quarterly yeah. big game, you know, and that's not even including the smaller stuff or the Game Pass editions, you know. Mm-hmm. So yes, I think I'm totally with you. I think there is a the door is wide open here, and I think they need to just just do it. Like if I'm Phil right now, and the show isn't already looking very solid, I'm restructuring to get first party exclusives in. Mm. I d- I don't know. Uh, you know, even if that's an announcement here or there, establish a timeline. Um, yeah, I agree. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it was just chucking in a few things, just a yeah, just a like name drop and title drop and CGI trailer drop, whatever. Uh, I think it's good to just establish a a roadmap to be excited for um, coming up because, like you said, like genuinely, there it's a it's a blank slate for for PlayStation in 2024 right now. Um, leading onwards, you know, there are some things in the pipeline, but. Uh, like nothing that's actively been talked about or showed in any way, shape or form. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, there's definitely a time to establish a roadmap and get people excited with some stuff for sure. And we'll do our to next week is that will be our final episode before the showcase, um, episode one hundred one. So we'll do our predictions and and stuff then. Um, and then we'll come back two weeks later to talk about reactions and stuff, or you know, one week after the showcase. Um, but the, there's a real opportunity here to start gathering momentum in a way that Xbox hasn't had in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, PlayStation hasn't slipped like this in a long time. 
yeah there's an opportunity that's all i'm saying and um hopefully they can they can take advantage and get some get gain some positive sentiment especially if everything they show looks good i mean that's more you know that's important and then the game actually has to deliver that's the most important thing but you know mm-hmm. um all the insider gossip is that starfield looking good you know um and that's not even you know let's remember Starfield isn't even in the showcase. <laughs> Starfield is thirty minutes afterwards. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah. And and the and the Forza team came out this week and said, "Oh, we're going to show off a couple of our cars at the showcase on June eleventh. Join us there. We're going to have a full campaign walk on you. Uh, pl- uh, I can't remember what they called it. A new campaign walkthrough on the June thirteenth, which is at the extended showcase, I think. Mm-hmm. So they're not even Forza's not even. They literally said we're not going to have our full walk, like walkthrough at the showcase." Yeah. So it's like they're freeing up a lot of space and a lot of time for something. <laughs> yeah, no, they are. Yeah, it's, it's true. There's 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 a lot of big hitters they could put in the show, but it's just like they just nah, nah we can't fit you in. You we, you could just have your own thing afterwards. You know, we've already stacked this out with stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. It'd be nice to see a lot. For for me, it'd be nice to see some of these project names actually just become established uh with some form of trailer um whether that trailer has a bit of gameplay in it or not like it'd be nice to just refer to it not as a project anymore and get a an estimated time frame um yeah no that 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 would definitely be good um but i think you know more than anything i i do just i really want to see some avowed gameplay like i i yeah. I, ju- I just want to see what the game looks like because i'm picturing what i want it to look like and i feel like the longer that hangs in my brain the more disappointed i, I might be with the final result so stop <laughs> just dangling just... that carrot there was that leaked image like i don't know last year do, do you remember the one i'm talking about um uh, uh well the one with the hat where he's holding the hands yeah. two hands there's like yeah. two circle spells yeah 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 I'll very, yeah, that. I'll very, I'll very quickly post it in the Discord just to remind you. But um, that can give you. But I'm, I'm totally with you because it's that thing of like, Obsidian aren't known for like pushing graphical boundaries, but also they're known for making very good games. Like the art direction is always really good. Like mm-hmm. it could come together in a really good way. And it's not like I need the. I'm not. I'm not just. I guess I'm not just talking about like looking good, but also like. What are they doing with Avowed that's going to elevate the RPG, that's going to make this a really cool RPG, mm. you know, with the, the magic, like how can we use that? That's clearly a centerpiece. Yeah, because you've got um, games that already do that, like Dragon's Dogma really elevate like RPG and classes and stuff like that, and magic. You know, they do a great job in doing that. I still think they're kind of yes. unrivaled with the way they did their combat and class system. Like, it's fucking yeah. quality. So... Uh, yeah, it'd definitely be interesting to see how Avowed is going to bring... Oh, obviously, it'll be different in the sense it's going to be first person over something like um, Dragon's Dogma. But yeah, mm-hmm. interesting, definitely. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I wanted to lead on to next. Um, there were some... Like I said, we'll do our full predictions next week, so so check back same time, not well, on Sunday um, next week for full-on predictions for the show speculation and all that but there was a bit of insider chatter um yesterday um over on reset error um and i just wanted to quickly touch on it uh well, the first bit was coming from the spanish insider 
uh, Ecstasis, uh, who said that Xbox has two unexpected games that will leave people's mouth open. I don't want to start getting myself overexcited, but this is what he has a fairly good track record. Uh, he clearly has a source because he's gotten some things right before, um, but he has a pretty decent track record. But he's also like, he, he's, he's very team greed. You know, he, he makes a lot of mm. quite <laughs> over the top Xbox videos. Um, okay. Phil Spencer said in the kind of funny interview, we have some surprises coming, plural. Um, Tom Henderson on Twitter also said, yes, there will be surprises. Nice. I'm curious. I love a surprise. My eye... Yes, I love a surprise. My eyebrow is firmly raised, you know, and I just wonder what... What is in this show? <laughs> if if Forza's hardly there and Starfield is not there, I can only assume we're seeing Avowed. Um, mm. I can only assume we're seeing Hellblade. Let's say we get generous gameplay cuts of them, maybe 10 minutes each. Still got a, an hour and 10 minutes to go. Yeah, you'd like to I think mean, it'll be something like Contraband, right? That was revealed quite a long time ago now. Um, you know, might actually get some stuff for it. But then would you would you see that as a surprise to see Contraband gameplay? I don't think so. Like, I yeah, would so. you classify that as a surprise? I wouldn't really. Um, oh, is Phil going to jump out of a cake or something? I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. That's a surprise. That would surprise me. So what do you define as a surprise? Mm-hmm uh are we gonna yeah. get another stealth drop of something i mean you you could argue like, like this is like that's kind of crazy but no one knew fucking hi-fi rush existed and then what the fuck was that you know like an s-tier game just gets <laughs> plopped into our fucking laps out of nowhere so like who knows there genuinely might be something like that some kind of stealth drop for a, a pretty high profile studio you know you never know with these sort of yeah. things. I kind of think Project Belfry is going to be a shadow drop. That's my sense. Um, really? The title, I think, has been Which leaked as, as the Wandering again? Tower. See, this is the issue with Belfry's the fucking made... project names. I just... Which one's Belfry? I think the game's name is the Wandering Tower. Um, it's the one from Stoic Studios who did Banner Saga. Uh, supposedly, it's like a 2D kind of beat em up, but there's like a... We, we don't know. I think the speculation is that there's like a... a a moving base, um, a bell tower. Like the, the, it's not really known, but Dragon Quest. So if you you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Banner Saga, like gorgeous games. They're mm. like story games. Yeah, yeah. Um, supposedly it's kind of supposedly it's kind of like Dragon Quest, which again is like a fantasy kind of beat 'em up, which people are oh, not Dragon Quest. Sorry, Dragon oh, Quest is a JRPG. Yeah, I was really confused. So, Dragon, Dragon Rage, Dragons Street, Dragons of... Crown, Dragons Crown. Dragon's Crown? I think it's Dragon's Crown. Um, which is like a really like cult classic sort of stylized. Um, I don't know if it's actually turn-based or if it is like I keep saying beat em up, but maybe it isn't. Supposedly it's in that in that vein. Um we'll okay. see. I and mean, we don't know. It's but but that's that's been in development for a while. And I some insiders, I think Jez has said like that's looking quite far along. I wouldn't be surprised if that was a shadow drop, or if that was like at the very least out this year you know okay. um, obviously it's a publishing and it's probably more of a double a project but it might not be you know in the same sense that will of the wisps was a triple a game mm. not all side scrollers are double a um, yeah yeah not that, that matters i don't think but yeah okay we need to whip Is up that a, a draw on the floor sort of surprise i don't know 
yes i will be making some um i don't really know to be honest um i mean i think any form of shadow drop is kind of a jaw on the floor surprise i mean you you, you just love seeing that sort of thing um yeah like i would definitely classify that as as a as a sort of surprise um but, you know maybe it's just something that's much further along than than we know uh that's been in the shadows for a while you know like something like stay decay three you know shadows. you know like mm. you're not you thinking know. big that's a problem what about banjo kazooie I mean, uh, that would be a surprise. Like that really <laughs> that would. Be a surprise. That would. Nuts and bolts too. Let's go. Um, yeah. What about Lost Odyssey? Yeah. Um, yeah. This. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's. It, it's hard to say, but um, yeah. at this yeah. point, it's hard to predict the surprises, which I think is a good thing. Like I think Xbox has set a good precedent yeah. for that because, like, you genuinely are looking forward. Like I, I feel like it's a good thing and it's a bad thing at the same time because, uh, like, I don't know, their showcases always need shadow drops and surprises now. Uh, otherwise, people are going to rate yeah. them C tier. Um, I don't know, but it does. It keeps you on the edge of your seat, and you do expect things. And you know, nothing's kind of off the cards with them. So, um, yeah, I don't know, but uh, I'm very excited for it. Like, definitely. Um, even if it's just to see more of things i'm looking forward to regardless of any big name surprises or drops or anything i'm just yeah i'm excited for it mm -hmm. yeah the only things i'm not like i'm not people keep saying fable i'm not expecting to see fable no. um one of the in, one of the insiders on um reset era said uh i'm of the belief that fable is a 2025 game so like them cook mm -hmm. um and they're still hiring up as well. They're still hiring up like quite big roles, like senior quest designers and stuff like that. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. They also said Avowed, because we heard, if, I don't know if you remember, we heard like last year that at some point in development, Avowed kind of got rescoped, maybe not rebooted, but like they kind of shrunk the scope down a little bit. Yeah. Into something that they could nail. Um, nothing to be worried about, but you know, that was the word that was in the, in circulation and they, I'm talking about uh, Nate Drake, just for any listeners on Reset Era. Um, Avowed is going well now and sounds very promising. Woohoo! Let's go. So, yeah, that's kind of it. I would definitely say, I would say, we're not going to hear any Fable. We're not going to hear any um, State of K3. Um, I'd maybe even say nothing from NXR's project, Project Cobalt. I'd, I would like to say we can leave that um yeah contraband i'm not really sure about i think the thing is i think even if we get some good i think if we get good gameplay across the full two hours the showcase and the starfield uh showcase afterwards if we get good gameplay reveals of avowed starfield hellblade 2 and forza i think that's already a good show oh yeah absolutely do we see what xenomax are working on Oh wow, who knows? Maybe that's the surprise. There it is, the Mandalorian shared world third person shooter. There it yeah. is. Games pass now. Let's go. Games <laughs> pass now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to send all of you home. Yeah, I like genuinely, yeah. I think we'd all just be like, yeah, we're <laughs> off. Well, we'll see our line in a couple of hours. <laughs> Fuck this. Yeah. Or we'll just take a bottle of tequila each. And if there was 
what was it? There, there was actually some speculation about that, that a lot of the um, people that they've been hiring on LinkedIn have been who've have worked on Star Wars games before. Everybody was like, that's kind of sus. <laughs> that's oh, kind of suspicious. Let's go. It's happening, dude. And maybe. I mean, it got me like thinking. I was like, this, sorry, this is a bit of a tangent, uh, but well, we're done with the news now. But um, I was like, I don't know if I'd be as cool as it would be to have like an Xbox like Mandalorian game. I was like, I part of me would be excited if it was like a you know like a shared world shooter kind of thing, Adventure of the Galaxy, the Star Wars, you know. But part of me would also be like, I kind of wish we got you know a third person single player like coalition style Mandalorian shooter. That could be fucking awesome. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um... Yeah, yeah, because you you kind of feel like if they do mash it into the MMO sort of genre or something like that, that it, you know, combat's always a bit lackluster in those sort of things, right? You feel like they could do more with it. Um, in terms unless you're of, Bungie. Yeah, yeah, unless you're Bungie. Um, so, yeah, I do definitely get that sense of it. Like, uh, I think it'd be cool regardless to just see that IP become a thing and, like, translate into gaming like mandalorians and stuff but yeah i do think it could be a mm. really cool yeah single player like action adventure game like for sure make it quite gritty um yeah yeah 100 percent. or even like hitman-esque that could be kind of cool target yeah. and that's the thing we we yeah. know we know the xenoman xenomax isn't working on like it is an online game yeah 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 it is yeah i i think i'd be ultimately happy if they made it like a like a destiny-esque kind of shared world mmo shooter sort of thing rather than like a bit top downy a bit more standard mmo like you know just like eso but star wars but and mandalorians mm. like i prefer if they made it a bit more uh action mmo um definitely yeah yeah i'm with you with you it's just you know like i said it just it just gets me thinking of like well, actually the more i think about it how will this even work like is there loot in a star wars yeah. game it's like i don't know like i mean i guess you're mandal i guess you, you probably could system? make an argument for it like... yeah because you're like scavengers you know i guess i guess but you know it's just i would need to be persuaded because we as much as i'd be happy seeing mandalorian that ip like you say get translated into a game i would need to be persuaded to see it as a online game rather than a single player game but mm. yeah nonetheless could yeah could be very exciting that, that i mean that would be a bomb reveal regardless mm -hmm. of you know that would be a bomb reveal that'd be hype as fuck yeah cool nice. that's it that's uh, episode 100 man it's a good show i mean all our shows are good subscribe for more but oh good yes um... <laughs> little plug there um but yeah no that was that was a fun episode yeah i enjoyed that um so uh if you've been watching you've made it this far please remember to give us a like maybe subscribe if you're new or make a second account and subscribe just to get those numbers up mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um we will be back for our 101st episode next week to do the showcase predictions talk through that hopefully there hasn't been any leaks yeah hopefully you know um and then um we'll be back the week after the showcase 
to talk about it or the week of i guess yeah I guess, is that right so, uh no week after yeah week yeah. after because you'll be here on the weekend yeah 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 yeah, we'll be taking a gap week for the showcases. We're all sort of watching it as like a group of mates meeting up and stuff. So we won't be live streaming it or doing a show. So yeah. Hell yeah. So we'll catch everyone next week um, for the biggest, most exciting predictions episode. Mm-hmm. Tim, I'll probably send you some stuff over because I'm going to set up a structure for the episode, like a fun one, you know. Like what do we think will be there? What's a lock? What's a long shot? Yeah. Yeah, I don't sure. know. That's a fun way to do Sounds it. Sounds fun. Yeah. Definitely. We could help chat, make our bingo cards. Right. Hell yeah. Sweet. All right, everyone. Cool. Take care of yourselves. We'll catch you next week. Bye, everyone. Right. Did you just. Bye. Is that a dart? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.